Are you ready to book your flight to Ireland? Today's podcast has a few tips for you to keep in mind before you click that buy button. Welcome again to the Traveling in Ireland podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Today, I'm continuing the Planning Your Ireland Vacation series that began back in episode 124. If you're a new listener, you might want to pop back to that and kind of just, you know, maybe binge a little bit and get caught up on all the tips. Today's episode, we're talking about uh, booking your flights to Ireland. But before we jump into that, I want to remind you about the special deal exclusively for my podcast listeners on the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal. This 58-page spiral-bound book follows the exact steps that I use to plan my own Ireland travel and tours. It has four sections, planning, itinerary, travel tips, and a journal, and it leads you through each step of creating the Ireland vacation that you've been dreaming about. You're going to find easy-to-use worksheets, loads of advice, and fun journaling prompts to help you remember your magical Ireland vacation. And if you use code PODCAST10, you'll save 10%. Now, as we jump into this podcast episode, I want to remind you that you don't have to scramble to take notes. You're going to find direct links to everything I mention in the podcast show notes. So just open this episode in your podcast app and click the link for podcast episode 131. Now, let's jump into the five Ireland flight booking tips that you should remember before booking your flight. Because, you know, when when you're planning your flight to Ireland, you have a few things to keep in mind. Travel dates, flight costs, layovers, arrival and departure airports, and even your planned itinerary all of those things are going to influence the flights that you choose. So my first tip for you is to be flexible. Back in episode 125, I talked a little bit about when is the best time to visit Ireland and discussed all the factors that go into that, uh, everything that surrounds your life from school and work schedules to family uh, events and holidays, all of those. So if you're getting ready to book your flights, you probably have your dates set. But if you can keep a little bit of flexibility in your travel dates, it can sometimes save you money. Uh, There are flight search engines. I personally use Kayak, uh, but Google Flights and even airline websites will allow you to check flight prices for a few days before and after the dates that you have chosen. So be sure to check those you might find that a small shift in your plans can save you a few hundred dollars. Another option that can save money is using an airport that isn't your local airport. Um, For example, tickets to Dublin from my international airport are usually about $500 higher than flights from Chicago O'Hare. After I figure in driving time and parking, I might find that it's a good deal for me to fly out of my local airport if I'm traveling solo. But if I'm traveling with my family, you can bet we're driving to Chicago because it will save us at least $1,000. 
If you want more tips on flying out of other airports, go ahead and visit the show notes. Tip number two, finding the best flight deals to Ireland online. Now this doesn't, I'm not talking about using a, um, a travel agent in this episode. Obviously, if you are comfortable and you have a travel agent to use, do reach out to them. Of course, you want to utilize all the experts you can when you're planning your vacation. But if you're comfortable booking your flights online and you want some tips, we're digging into those now. But first, I want to mention I'm not a flight hacker. I don't collect credit card points. I don't cobble together flights to get the best price. My goal is to arrive in Ireland on the best flight for me, which is like direct or one layover, um, at a fair price and hopefully well rested. It's no offense to people who enjoy flight hacking. It's just not my game. So I always begin searching for tickets in Kayak. It's, um, it's a flight search engine tool. It also does car rentals and hotels and things like that, but I mainly use it for flights. And what I do is I set airfare alerts for any route I'm considering. So that would be from my local airport to Dublin, from uh, Chicago O'Hare, which is the big international airport uh, closest to us to Dublin, and then also flights into Shannon Airport from both of those. And then I watch the rates. Kayak has a when to buy advice thing kind of up at the top corner. And while it's not always right, I really begin to pay attention to it about four months prior to my trip if my flights aren't booked. It's a really good indicator of what's happening uh, with flights internationally. I also sign up for uh, fare alerts with Airfare Watchdog. So you can set alerts for your chosen airports to any airport in Ireland, like any airport in Ireland. Um, the, but the one downside to Airfare Watchdog is that you can't set multi-city routes, which you can in Kayak. So if I know that I want to fly into Dublin and out from Shannon, I can set an alert for that in Kayak, but I can't do anything like that in Airfare Watch, Watchdog. Um, now, when you set an alert in Airfare Watchdog, you're not adding travel dates. So it's going to send an alert every time it finds a good deal on that route. So what I mainly use it for is monitoring prices and knowing when sales happen. Because even if they send you a sale and you miss it, usually, other flights that are on that route or that fly that route are going to have sales to try to grab um, grab the people who have been have been looking for that route. So um, all the airlines watch each other. So if you aren't finding that sale, but you know there was one, check the other airlines as well. Aer Lingus, which is Ireland's national carrier, uh, if they fly from an airport near you, be sure to create a profile on their website so you can receive their promotions and offers. They usually have, I'm gonna say at least one a quarter for special flight deals. And those can be a really, really great option for you. Google Flights is another flight search tool that I will use. It works a lot like Kayak. Uh, it offers a date grid and price graphs as well as price trends, but it just, it doesn't have all the airlines on it. Like Aer Lingus, isn't currently in the Google flight searches. So again, another really handy tool, great to kind of double check things and do comparisons, but it's not going to give you all your options, at least at this time. 
And then you can also do a quick fair search on any search engine for the term fly to Ireland from and then enter your airport. And that's going to give you a pretty good idea of Ireland price, flight prices at the time. Uh, of course, you can visit the show notes. You can learn to set up fare alerts and also uh, learn a little bit about why I don't re recommend booking flights with third-party aggregators like Expedia, Travelocity, and Cheapo Air. There is a good reason that I skip those. Okay, tip number three, beware of cheap flights to Ireland. Now, sounds a little ominous, but the thing is when you find those, oh, I can't believe it's so cheap kind of tickets, you need to check at least two things. Number one, check the number of layovers because A, are there a lot of them? Or B, are they really short layovers? Generally speaking, you need a two hour layover before boarding an international flight. Uh, often you will have to check in again. You may have to go through some extra security. You may have to switch terminals altogether, depending on what airline you have your lay or airport you have your layover in. So double check that layover time, especially if it's under an hour. You're probably not going to make it. It just it's a fact. So double check those connection times in those layovers. Number two understand your seating class. Know what that ticket includes and what it doesn't. A lot of the time, those bare bones, super cheap tickets are basic economy seats that don't include the ability to select your seat or checked baggage. So a lot of the times when you see, when you hear in the news about families uh, not getting seated together, it's because they've booked those super cheap economy tickets that don't allow you to choose your seats. So know exactly what you're getting. Another thing with those kind of super cheap bare bones tickets is they're 100% non-refundable. So you're not even going to be able to cancel and rebook those. 100% non-refundable means 100% non-refundable. So know what you're getting with that ticket. All right, number four, choosing your Ireland airport. So Ireland has multiple airports that you can arrive into, but only two have direct flights from the U.S. and Canada. Those are Dublin Airport and Shannon Airport. Both of those airports also allow U.S. travelers with direct flights to the U.S. to complete customs in Ireland as opposed to doing it on arrival in the United States. So that's kind of handy thing. Um, Dublin Airport. Going to kind of cover that one first because it is the biggest airport in Ireland. It has the most direct U.S. flight arrivals and departures. That also means that Dublin Airport usually has the best prices. It is also the busiest airport in the country, but it's not as large as you might imagine. So you can expect it to be busy. You can expect crowds, long queues, waits at security. And in the busy travel season, you must be there at least three hours before your flight boards, not before it departs, but before it boards. Um, you can go a little less than that in, in the off seasons, but not by much. Um, even in January, when I've traveled, Aer Lingus recommends three hours for people who are departing Ireland to the U.S. 
So if your trip begins or ends in Dublin or you just want a great deal, Dublin Airport is the airport that you're going to want to choose. Uh, there is another link in the show notes that gives you more Dublin Airport arrival and departure tips. So Shannon Airport, that's the second one um, that has direct flights from the U.S. and Canada. It is basically directly across the country from Dublin, and it's in the heart of that wild Atlantic way. So that beautiful 1,500-kilometer uh, uh, coastal drive that goes from the north to the south. Now, it's a much smaller airport, has far fewer U.S. flights, so it's a really easy airport to arrive and depart from. I've been through, let's see, it took me from arrival to my gate, the last time I used Shannon Airport, 27 minutes. No joke, um, no special treatment, 27 minutes, door to boarding. Uh, so anyway, um, the planes that go in there are smaller. They're not getting the, the massive, massive jets. And fewer flights means that the waits are short. So if your trip is mainly along Ireland's west coast, be sure to check flights into and out of Shannon. And there are more tips for Shannon Airport in the show notes. The third airport I'm going to talk about is Cork Airport. Believe it or not, it is a busier airport than Shannon. And it's really mostly utilized by people arriving from the mainland Europe and UK. There are currently no direct flights into Cork Airport from the US or Canada. Um, but it's a great airport to consider if your Ireland itinerary does not include Dublin, but you are planning to visit the counties of Cork, Kerry, or Clare, uh, because it just it's an easy airport in and out, you will have to have a layover somewhere in Europe or the UK to get to it. Remember, if you are departing by Cork Airport, it does not offer US Customs clearance, so that would need to be completed in the US. Now, as we move to Northern Ireland, <laughs> Belfast has two airports, the Belfast International Airport and the George Best Belfast City Airport. The Belfast City Airport is best described as a regional airport, and the flights are mainly to the UK and Scotland. Belfast International has one, <laughs> one uh, direct US flight, but it's only offered seasonally, and that is to Orlando, Florida. So you might consider the Belfast airports if your Ireland itinerary is mainly in Ulster, which is those six counties of Northern Ireland plus Donegal. Um, but oftentimes flying into Belfast is it just it's so much more expensive that most people fly into Dublin and drive north. Uh, the airports in Belfast obviously do not offer US Customs clearance. Now to cover the three other mostly main airports in Ireland. You have Ireland West Knock Airport, Donegal Airport, which has been voted the most beautiful arrival experience in Ireland due to the, the position of the runway and the views, and then the Kerry Airport. They're small regional airports and they offer quick hops to and from Dublin, as well as direct flights to popular vacation destinations. Um, visitors to Ireland usually, usually arrive at those airports from Dublin as a quick hop, a quick way to reach that area without having to drive. Now, tip number five, remember that flights to Ireland are overnight. 
I'm going to be talking a little bit more about this in episode 140. But love it or hate it, you're taking a red-eye flight. You are flying overnight. Um, so take this into account as you plan your itinerary, knowing that your flight will leave in the evening and arrive early the next morning into Ireland. So you might not, I highly recommend you don't plan to arrive in Dublin Airport or Shannon Airport and get directly into a rental car and drive for three, four, five hours. It's just, it's not smart, it's not safe. So take that into account when you are planning your itinerary. So there you have it. The five things to keep in mind when you're booking your flight to Ireland. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, loads and loads of links in the show notes. So be sure to click over and check those out. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to leave a five-star review for me at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or take a screenshot and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations on Instagram, and leave a few kind words. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me Jody at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, Langa Folk.